Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. All right, JC, how you doing today? We are going live now. Hey, Eddie. Yeah, good. What about you? Doing good, doing good, my friend. Uh, I wanted to talk to you uh, because I noticed that you have some interesting service for companies mm -hmm. in Europe that want to grow in different regions like LATAM in the U.S., But before we go into that, how about you tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and how you uh, grew into the sales outsourcing industry? Yeah, definitely, Eddie. Um, thanks for uh, having me here. So, yeah, before we you know, take a, a deeper dive into what we do, I'm more than happy to tell you, uh, you know, in a nutshell, how it all started. We're actually, uh, our, as many companies as a child of the pandemic. So we started um, around uh, 2020, actually. Um, a co-founder uh, named Philip and myself, we started with the idea of um, setting up Move to help early stage startups figure out sales, specifically outbound sales. Philip is Polish, I'm Mexican, and we saw um, you know, firsthand how startups from our regions struggled always to go and to sell into the US. So we decided to fill that gap, um, let the founders do their thing, whether it's uh, fundraising or, you know, focusing on um, product, the MVP or hiring, whatever they need to do, mm -hmm. uh, they can, you know, sort of very peacefully go at it while we take the load of uh, finding new customers for them. So uh, that's how it all started. Um, now, almost four years uh, in the making. Uh, we've worked with over 40 um, startups from you know, countries like Poland, Israel, Australia, Canada, Estonia, uh, Sweden. So you know, it's, it's been uh, an amazing experience to, to continue to be in this, uh, in this world. And yeah, we, we, through you guys, we continue to um, help more startups uh, achieve their, uh, their sales goals. So, Awesome, JC. So first of all, congratulations. Four years, 40 customers. That's a pretty a pretty interesting <laughs> achievement. Um, and you did mention multiple regions, multiple countries, but also startups. You want to help startups. So maybe how about you tell me a little bit about who are the best fit customers today for Move Partner? Mm -hmm. So I would say the best fit customer for um, our services are Startups who are in the early stage, so in terms of funding, they're like pre-series A. So we actually work with startups that have just, uh, you know, gotten their product, their MVP, um, you know, ready to go out and uh, find the product market fit. And that's kind of the earliest that we've done. Um, but for the most part, these are companies whose product is already, you know, getting some traction, perhaps back home, and they are definitely getting some sales there and they're ready to you know, go and, and explore a new market in the Americas, whether that's in LATAM or US and Canada. So they, you know, they would love to do it, but they don't have the bandwidth. Maybe the time zone, you know, doesn't benefit them. Um, and most importantly, they have no idea how to do it, right? They, they might know their, you know, their home market very well, or even like, you know, sort of extended talking about, let's say a Polish company, extended the European Union, they can, you know, um, hold their own. But in the US, they have no idea how to pitch, how to find leads, how to, you know, how present the, the product or their services in the best way possible. So that's where we come in. So that's kind of the, the types of companies that we normally get involved with. So early stage, um, ready to sell, 
already have some traction, but not so much in, in, an, in another market, specifically in the US. Okay, wonderful. Um, you mentioned they need to have some sales engine going, maybe working at home, but if they're expanding into other regions, maybe they don't have the local feel, the understanding of the market, the audience, and that's when you can come in and help. Uh, perfect, pre-series A and, and maybe seeking product market fit. Now, yeah, exactly. let's go ahead and talk about um, one of the service offers that you can provide to these companies in this range mm -hmm. and uh, some success story details if you can share along with that. What would be that service? Um, let me think. I, I mean, there was one company I can remember. Um, this is a, a company in the health and wellness um, space. You know, very popular these days. Uh, they... Mm -hmm. Um, basically they're an app, uh, that tackles, um, mental care and well-being. Um, they provide sort of on-demand, um, therapists and psychologists, um, for mainly kind of for the startups, uh, of the world. So, um, their objective was to expand their Eastern European company. They expanded into Western Europe, having Spain as their base. And then from there, um, they hired us to, uh, you know, take a, take a stab at the Latin market with the hopes of eventually going up north in the U.S. and then, you know, being a contender for, um, you know, the rest of the, of the apps who are in that very saturated market. So, um, you know, before hiring Move, they really had no, um, you know, let's say sustainable way of having conversations in this region. So like Mexico to, to the south. Um, they maybe had three to five um, inbound leads coming their way. Uh, again, they were not doing anything in respect to, um, to marketing. And, and then we had an onboarding of about 10 days, which is typically uh, the, the time that we spend um, onboarding a new client. And then first month, we were able to achieve uh, eight meetings, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And then the next month, um, it was 15, and the month afterwards is 18. Um, with them, uh, and again, everything we do is, is outbound, just to make myself uh, very clear. So we do, with them, we do we did three channels, so LinkedIn, email, and um, phone calls. Everything was you know, completely cold. Our best channel for, for this company was LinkedIn. It seemed to be sort okay. of the best channel to start conversations, um, although... Um, People, you know, tend to get too excited in LinkedIn and then just forget about the conversation. So cold calling was, it was more like a warm calling effort was the best way to, again, remind them of the meeting. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we used a multi-touch, multi-channel sequence, usually ranging between uh, seven to 10 touch points. I mean, combining the three channels. Uh, but yeah, LinkedIn seemed to be the way to do it. So yeah, I mean, it was a great experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was fun working with them, um, considering that it was a very, you know, very hot, uh, market in general, like going in, into sort of, uh, well-being and, and mental health space. So wonderful. So, so a few details that I want to go through, uh, before yeah. we recap, you mentioned, so it's a software for well-being from Europe that wanted to grow into yeah. Latin and eventually in the U S is, was mm -hmm. this software sold uh, B2C or B2B to clinics, doctors? Help me understand the, the target audience. Yeah, that, that's a great question. No, um, this was B2B. So we were going after you know, companies that at least had you know, 50 employees like on the low end. 
but up to 500, 1,000. So um, the business model, obviously, that they had um, took into consideration the number of users. So you know, the more number of users, um, you know, the better, uh, bigger contracts. So yeah, we were going after you know other, let's say, mid-market to enterprise type companies. Okay, any industry in particular? Um, I mean, they had some success in in Europe, and that's what we were trying to replicate in the um, tech sector, obviously, because okay. you know I think that industry is well known to provide very very great benefits to their employees. So that was our say main um, industry, like our go-to industry. But we also branched out to some other industries. Um, we did some uh, experiments in uh, the financial sector as well, because they tend to have uh, okay. like a you know, good benefits package. And we were going after um, consumer, packet go- consumer packaged goods industry as well. So those yeah. three were the main ones that we reached out to. Okay, wonderful. So now to recap a little bit, this, is, this was a prospecting service, right? So you were setting appointments. Now, within this appointment setting service, you were working with a software company that has a software for well-being uh, for other companies to promote well-being within their employees. European company went to grow in Latam in the U.S., B2B company, and they were targeting tech and uh, financial sector. CPG yeah. as well, 50 plus employees. And before you were working with them, they were getting between three to five inbound leads, not really any marketing or outbound efforts. That was a little bit stale. You mm-hmm. came in short onboarding, just 10 days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and after that, you started working with them. One month, you got eight meetings. Two yeah. months, you got 15 meetings. Month three, 18 meetings. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. That's a great ramp up time. Um, what was the average deal value for those uh, transactions? Do you know the... I mean, the it was around 15 to 20K usually, the, the, the ACB. Um, because we were, I guess in the beginning, we were going after uh, companies that were in the range between 50 to 150 employees. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of the, uh, the ACB. Um, towards month three, we started to kind of uh, increase that number going after bigger companies. Thus, the ACB was going to be uh, a bit higher. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of uh, the, the number. Wonderful. So those are not small uh, deals for that time frame. It's a, it's a short period of time to be ramping up that quickly. Um, annual contract value around the $20,000. Omnichannel, mm-hmm. and you mentioned LinkedIn was the best performing channel for that specific campaign. Does that mean that LinkedIn is your strongest suit as an agency or that you can work all three channels, LinkedIn, email, and phone, but for that campaign, you identified LinkedIn was the better performing and you increased the activity there? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, pretty knowledgeable with all three channels. Um, in this specific uh, engagement, LinkedIn seemed to be the best channel to kickstart conversations. And then we worked with sort of a follow-up cadence in um, through the phone just to make sure that we didn't lose kind of the, that sort of initial interest. Email was kind of a hit and miss. Um, but yeah, that was just in this particular case, uh, as you know, uh, depending on the industry and even the region, you know, X channel is going to be better than Y channel. But it's not until you start to execute that you realize which one's going to have the better conversion. 
Wonderful. So that's part of the analysis that you guys include. And because of the regions, well, I can see that you handle English as well as Spanish. How did you build the lead list for that campaign? Because those were some good conversion numbers, right? Three months, 18 uh, qualified appointments. How do you build the lead list? What sources do you use? How do you clean it? Yeah. So um, we've been working with Apollo for almost a year. Um, and Apollo has got a, a pretty solid um, database now and always... You know, they continue to improve um, their data quality, but um, being a you know country again in, in Latam and Mexico in specific, that uh, perhaps the data was not as let's say um, predominant. So compared to other regions like the U.S., we went for SalesNav first. So we would build our initial lists in SalesNav, and then um, with the um, the plugin that Apollo has. Um, With, uh, with LinkedIn or SalesNav, we would push those uh, leads over to Apollo and then enrich the ones that um, you know, we could find data on. Um, the ones that uh, we had some you know, data points missing, we would manually go uh, and you know, do a bit of research on their websites just to make sure we had the right point of contact um, there to, to reach out to. So it was a mix of Um, SalesNav plus Apollo, and in some cases, very few, we would manually make sure that we had the data. So. Manual manual checking of the data and, and that yeah. quality, perfect. Now, on the sequence, you did mention previously it was around 10 touches? Yeah. It seven, was, seven uh, to ten, ten touch points that, that a lead can receive, right? Yeah, exactly. Seven to ten. Um, so in, in that, let's say, initial sequence, We were using three channels in initially to test out uh, and see which one would have the better conversion. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you know, after it was, yeah, before that first month, we realized that um, LinkedIn was going to be the best channel for us. So we quickly doubled down on that um, channel as kind of the conversation starter. And then again, increasing the touch points that came from LinkedIn and reduce the ones that came from email. And again, the, Well, I guess, yeah, phone calling remain always um, a, uh, a good tool to continue to engage with the contacts that initially showed some interest. Okay, wonderful. Now, uh, one more detail that I saw in my notes here is that you work around 1,000 leads uh, per month. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, and every, every month we add the, uh, you know, again, one... 1k 1,000 net new contacts to uh, the outreach so it's always you know trying to get fresh leads into the to the sequences the sequence okay perfect and the price range for a service like this is two thousand to five thousand dollars it's within that price range is that correct yeah I mean again it, it depends on the let's say the complexity of the project but I would park the quantity at around 3500 that's really you know where I see most deals um, starting from um especially the ones that include uh, kind of the three channels um for less than 3500 we normally work uh, one or two channels um so yeah that's kind of uh, the pricing for for us it also includes a, a component of like a success fee component um but uh but yeah the retainer is 3500 that success fee you mean a commission on on meetings booked or deals meetings that you book that turn into a deal i would guess Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Meetings that we booked that turn into, let's say, an opportunity hour deal. 
Okay, perfect. So there's a base of around for omnichannel $3,500 a month and a commission structure or incentive that you negotiate depending on the product or the service that you're closing um, or booking meetings for uh, in, in that case and that the, your prospects or your buyers can close. Wonderful. Yeah, Those are some great sorry. details. Um, in the success story that you shared when the when the when your buyer was getting three to five inbound leads per month and you activate the outbound engine and get 18 meetings on month three that's almost a 4x increase in the number mm -hmm. of meetings for a 20,000 average uh, contract value opportunity great uh, so before we part ways JC why don't you give mm -hmm. me an idea of some tips some advice you can recommend to buyers users of the marketplace listening right now to this content and considering hey I want to work with move partners what can they do to achieve the results they want faster with you? Well, one of them, and I think it's probably the most important in the, the stage uh, that, uh, of the startups that we normally work with, is that they, they work, and we can work in this together um, in defining like the right ICP, because um, again, you know, things get lost in translation sometimes when going from one market to the other. So I would say, number one, make sure that you know exactly who you want to go after and you are very thorough in defining, um, you know, what does that person look like? You know, what are their job titles, their, their job function? Um, what are their pains? Uh, what are they you know, looking for, et cetera? I mean, there's a number of things that um, you, you can consider, uh, but that would, that, that would be my number one. Um, mm -hmm. My number two would probably don't be too eager right? Uh, you know, kind of like, uh, I love basketball and there's a, a quote and I'm sure it came from elsewhere, but uh, Joel Embiid, you know, big, big center, he's always saying, trust the process, right? So I would, you know, tell to them, be patient. Um, I know that you want to put your product out there and sell, but just make sure that, um, you know, be patient because there are a lot of, uh, let's say, hidden gems in the journey, in the journey that would allow you to just come out uh, better right on the other side so number number one again better icp ideation number two uh, trust the process and then number three um iteration yeah just you know make sure that you're learning from what you're doing you've got some clear goals and uh, if you're not achieving them then it's okay to you know try to go back to a drawing board and iterate so again number one better icp mm -hmm. number two trust the process and number three, iterate, iterate, iterate. Awesome. And I can see how the three are connected in your business mm -hmm. uh, operation because you first identify the right target, you execute the campaign, right? You do need the trust of your buyers uh, to have the best uh, communication track, the time to test, uh, I would imagine split test uh, the yeah. different messaging that you create. And depending on what's working and what's not, you showed us how you started with one channel, maybe increase activity on a different channel that's working, like in the case of LinkedIn, and you were able to get uh, consistently better results throughout the first three months of that engagement. So I can see how the iteration also comes into play. JC, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything <laughs> else you want to share with the audience? Um, not that much. I mean, that we're always open for a chat. You know, we'd love to share some of our uh, you know learnings so so you don't have to go through that so you know uh we'll our door will always be open for a for a quick chat and then yeah hopefully we can work together but uh, again thank awesome. you so much Eddie. 
Awesome. If you're a startup owner, a sales leader at a startup, and you are considering to work with Move Partners, you can find them in the Cloudtos Marketplace. JC, it's been a pleasure. See you on the next one. See you, Eddie. Bye-bye.